Hi everybody, welcome back to White Couch Blue Pillows. Uh, this is actually going to be our technically our third episode, but we're going to release it as our second episode because we just had a lot of issues with the second one, um, some audio issues. So we're just going to say screw it, cut it out, and we'll uh, upload this one instead. I'm going to start off the day with a welding fact. Cool little fun fact. Um, so, obviously, shipyards are a pretty big thing, you know, at least in the United States, so we build a lot of ships, but, uh, so, I was just, like, looking over some topics, and this one really stood out to me, but the, during the Second World War, uh, we were building these, like, cargo ship things, or whatever, and the record for the fastest built ship to this day was built in 1942. And it took just four days, 15 hours, and 27 minutes. Oh, wait. Christ. Hold up. Are you talking like an actual cargo ship? Like, we're not yeah, talking about this yeah. cargo so ship. This is a World War II cargo ship. Yeah, it's only it, it's only a hundred or not a hundred four hundred and forty one foot long. That's still that's really still impressive. Big, yeah. yeah, like that's that's it's, yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's pretty crazy, yes, <laughs> especially for World War Two times. Now Dude, it's not a big fucking like cargo ship, obviously, but it's still a big ship. And it took me a month to patch the hole on my wall. <laughs> it's that record still stands. To this day, which Dude, is I, I'm amazing. looking at the ship right now that they that they built that has that record and like holy fuck, yeah, like that's some fucking Civilization Five <laughs> shit. It's just like in four turns you're <laughs> have a fucking yeah. Carter class cargo ship. It's like yeah. it's like it's crazy. It they was... just dumped all their points into production. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was built. With 250,000 individual parts weighing 14 million pounds. Jesus. And it was christened only 26 minutes after it was finished. So, uh, hear me out. It would be the biggest FU to the boomer generation if we just broke that record. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, just... a pretty, that's a pretty hard <laughs> record to beat. Unless you're yeah, building... I mean... If you build the exact same ship, I still think it'd be pretty hard to beat it. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I agree yeah. with Logan on this one because uh, I, I see where you're coming from, Glinsky. But, like, modern shipwrights and modern welders aren't used to, like, fucking with the same parts that, like, the ship would be made out of. So, mm -hmm. like, sure. I'm sure it would still be pretty, like, intuitive to somebody in the field like where to weld, what piece go where, but these are like dudes who are probably doing this the entirety of the war, and just all of them really like woke up and ate their Wheaties one day and just fucking cranked out a ship in four days. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I think they only have the record because meth was still okay back then. Maybe <laughs> they're out here on their PEDs. Yeah, they're they're out there doing speed. Like, yeah, of course, Grandpa's gonna be faster at welding. He's taking like fucking two grams of speed <laughs> today. Like, fuck. But yeah, uh, go, go ahead. Just blitzing it on Adderall the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, even even going further into this specific ship. They but they were built between 1941 and 19, 1945. 1945. I had to find them. Had to go and, find them pesky numbers. Oh, it's even crazier because that's four years, right? They built mm -hmm. 2,710 of these things in just four years. Yeah. Holy shit. And like, it's an that's... average. It's an yeah. average of. Three every two days. That's Jesus. what I'm saying. Like, holy fuck! Like, oh my god! Why we wouldn't ever beat that record is these these I, these shipwrights were like eating, sleeping, and drinking, like making these ships for those four years. Like, 
Not even just that. We'll we'd probably never break it now, anyways, because like our ships, all better. the ships mm-hmm. nowadays. Well, well, not even just that. We repurpose all the ships nowadays. So like, yeah. old uh, old cruise ships are repurposed and reused, and like they'll be sold from here to like another country sometimes. Yeah, and so like that's another reason. It's just because you don't see people making or building these ships anymore. Well, I mean, the U.S. still produces a lot of its own ships still. well yeah, yeah i'm not saying we don't produce them still i'm just saying it's not as often yeah like we don't we just don't need them that uh, as often now that's fair yeah there's, there's already a shitload of them out there so yeah that's true. that's true it's really sad about this specific ship because i mean it would obviously be a very cool thing to see but it was scrapped only after 21 years of service Damn. Damn. That's pretty much all I got on that. It's it's really I didn't know the numbers on these, but that it's impressive. There's yeah. 18 shipyards and they built 2,000, almost 3,000 of these in four years. That's that's impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. that's just yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> and there's only four left today. Oh dang! Damn, they could. But there's still some out there. Yeah, so that's, there's that's awesome. There's two active ones. They're museum ships, and oh, okay. only four have been mm-hmm. preserved. That's kind of what I was oh. thinking. Is I was figuring they'd be like historical sites now. Oh yeah, just they're like, very look old. At, look at these pieces of World War II history and like Americana. Well, for a completely and utterly <laughs> artificial segue. I'm back with another uh, scarier sexy, and um, it's sure. it's outdoor sex. Is that scary or sexy to you? I have my opinion, but I want to hear yours first. Absolutely fucking scary, dude. Uh, so, yeah, I don't so. know. I don't. It depends on context. Uh, yeah, it kind of depends. Like I, uh, context-wise, meaning like. Are you 100% alone here, or is it? I like mean, just obviously not. You're having sex. I mean, but is it like a public place? Or... Yeah, is it a public place, or is it well, like, you know. in the wilderness, or like? Well, I mean, context is king always, but I left yeah. it open ended on purpose because mm-hmm. you know, like I can only say from my own personal experience, is a pretty fucking damn good time. And so it was definitely like it was definitely sexy for me, but like the it was like the the danger of being outside and some fuckery happening was like okay. part of the experience, you know, like it was part of the good. <laughs> so I'm gonna say sexy as well, but I I I also agree with Nathan. It can be scary. I have watched an episode of Sex Sent Me to the ER. <laughs> and, is is uh, it the one where the guy fell out of the tree? No, no, no. They were like they were like just outside against a car, right? Like they were outside of the car, yeah. and like I think they got some. He got like scratched or bit by either a bat or a snake or something like that i don't remember man (laughs) yeah see that'd be the thing for me is like the wilderness around me i'd be scared of like i wouldn't be i wouldn't particularly be scared of the act itself Mm. or like the danger but it's more of like the wilderness around me yeah i I mean, I think in any situation, outdoor sex sucks. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. It, on the beach asked, or in a sandbox, it. like, yeah, the sand's on the beach or in a sandbox. <laughs> like, Are you talking like a sandbox, like a fucking one in the backyard the kids use? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, like, I, uh, I, you I know. am representing people of all types here, okay? <laughs> I mean, there, there is a video of a guy doing some very weird things in a sandbox. Uh, um, you guys remember that one? I, I uh, don't. I, I know what you're talking about. I do, too. I, I do. It's very but, old. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But sand good. sticks to everything, and, like, I'd be worried about, like, what if a piece of sand went down my pee hole? Like, that would really Ooh. suck. 
Well, then you're going to be passing it like a kidney stone, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'd have to feel it going in and out. Or you. And then, okay. I mean, like. Wear protection, I out, guess. Out in the woods, <laughs> like, what if I'm getting into it and a fucking tree branch falls and, like, just impales her right in front of me? Okay, <laughs> okay so now you're just going way too far yeah, into this, this shit. <laughs> I'm just. It, that can happen in nature. Nature is a scary place. This yes, is why we built bedrooms to fuck. Okay, I'm intrigued really quick. I just have a simple question. Okay. So, you're worried about a piece of sand in your urethra. Do you not pee after sex? I mean, not outside like a savage. I mean, in in general. I mean, even, even if I do pee afterwards, like... The sand going in there still wouldn't feel great, and it would probably kill the mood. No, no, no. That is a tactical diversion from his Very. question. That is, that, that, <laughs> that is like, I always, always pee after sex. Like, it, without fail. Even if I peed before oh. sex, I pee after sex. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, that was just yes. like a general question. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought we were yeah, still on the like, outdoor thing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I always pee afterwards. Okay, good. Right, sweet. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Say as you should. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I was confused on the context of the question, my bad. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I was still on the other was... thing. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I would definitely say from, from my experience, it was pretty good. Although I, I was, you know, we're up in like, uh, in like a, a nature stand, you know, like walking through the forest with some tomfoolery and then up in the stand is where the deed was done. So like a lot of the, uh, the concerns about, about like, uh, you know, a snake biting you on your bare ass were, uh, <laughs> were a bit, like, negated by our location. But, you know, yeah. it, was, it was a pretty damn good time. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I'm going to have to say scary, but only slightly scary, just because of, like, I wouldn't be so worried about, like, the being caught part. Like, who gives a fuck? Mm, but, like, yeah, I'd be more scary about like the wilderness around me. Like, what if a cougar just comes out of nowhere? You know, like, you ain't getting away. No, no, I mean, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think to me, sexy, but like, I, I understand also, yes, scary. Like, Logan, I think that's the plot of a porn. A cougar just comes out of the, yeah, <laughs> out of the so, woods from the she, mountain she trail. Just... <laughs> what? Suddenly, what? three way. <laughs> She just pops her head out of the bush being like, I want to join in. Weird furry shape. I like Logan's like <laughs> commitment to the furry plotline when like Uber is like slack. Well, it's a you said, you said it was a plot of a porn, so I just assumed like a furry like, cougar came out of the wilderness and was like I can see it like druid wild shapes the actors themselves were like oh it's a cougar and then the cougar's like ah you looking for a third and then it just starts playing that like 80s oh fucking God. porn music and you know that's my that's my mental picture yeah the bow wow <laughs> wow like like starts playing you don't get any of the porn content it's just very loud shitty music <laughs> it's, it's just like scantily I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> it's just like scantily clad men and women and shitty music numbers. Fucking yes, vintage porn. It's not enjoyable to watch. Okay, so <laughs> segueing from that. Speaking of porn, um, I was flipping through flipping through Facebook this week and. Uh, 
I yeah, think it was yeah, scary sure it was or too, but it, it, you know, I don't need to cite my sources to you. you but an article you like up, porn pages <laughs> on your Facebook—that's <laughs> risky as shit, my friend. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> okay, nobody said anything about a porn page. First off, my wife's gonna listen to this, so shut your mouth. Damn. <laughs> you said speaking of porn, and then you said Facebook. Okay, I, mean, I was I was getting into it. All right, and this article popped up about this OnlyFans career, which only fans is porn that's how it relates okay. and uh she so he was on only how much is your subscription cost real quick anyway uh <laughs> <But> anyway, jesus <laughs> christ anyway so she she was born with those rare birth defect where she was actually born with two vaginas and two uteruses um so she this is what got my interest. So she said she uses one of the vaginas for business, meaning, you know, anybody, you know, gets up in there. Um, her other one, she saves for whoever she's dating at the time. And well, uh, I mean, a work life yeah. balance is critical. Yeah. And I get that. But like, how would y'all feel about that? If your girl was just like, Oh, it's okay. They fucked me in the other vagina. I don't know. I feel like this is my this is my opinion is that like well first subplot sex work is work and subplot of that subplot is like if you are in a relationship with someone like that you have to be at least tacitly aware that this is what they do for a living and you have to be okay with that and if you're not I, I you're not like, in that relationship you know what i'm saying yeah i feel like you would have been told ahead of time oh, yeah. before it, something even fucking happened but be like oh by the way <laughs> i have an only fans and that's how i get paid yeah like yeah, yeah like <laughs> that's fair like after i got to know to know this guy uh, this guy on tinder right like the first thing uh, he told me was like Hey, I have an OnlyFans. That's how I make my money. Are you cool with that? Or is this like not cool anymore? If so, I will understand. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. And like, I feel like that would be the same for, you know, this whole experience, you know, with this guy and or woman in question. It's just like you knew from the jump that that's how they made their money. And thus... You have to be okay with it, otherwise you're not in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess I guess I get that argument, but it's so, just weird that she like uh, she I has guess specific I'm, ones. Yeah. Like that's kind of what gets me. Like I don't know where I stand on that. <laughs> I mean, is the like the the sensation the same? Is it like the okay. exact same? That actually, oh. that actually was addressed in the article, and she said it feels completely different in like either one. Like they have completely wow. different sensations. She's like one, the one that she saves, she does actually prefer because like apparently it feels better. Well, yeah, she. So I guess that's kind of cool. In there all day, so yeah. So so yeah, but. And, and she, a cool thing too is like uh, she even had a baby, and it actually took them a while to figure out like which uterus it was in. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, so so yeah. like so like she has like two full on wombs. Yeah. Like I, I'm looking our, this person up right now, and mm -hmm. uh, uh. Dialphus is perhaps how you say that? Hmm. Uterus dialphus, and she has like two uteruses, and like they just split instead of being like joined, they're mm -hmm. split and then split again into two different, two different vaginas, two different cervixes, and then you know, two uteruses, yeah. and then thereby, you know, two wombs. Yeah. And so, like, I can only imagine that, like. The womb wouldn't be lar as large as you'd think it would be, though. Because no. normally it's the whole yeah. fucking shebang, you know? Like, yeah, it's like you know? how. Yeah. Would she have to have a fucking C section for that, so though? I, like... I believe she was able to give birth naturally, but they, like, wow. had to. I believe the baby was actually born early because there just wasn't enough room. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean you almost have to be. Yeah, that checks yeah. out, you know? Yeah. I mean, at least logically, because you've got, like, two half spaces, you know? You've, you've cut your yeah. bedroom into two living rooms, you know? Yeah. Or you're, you've yeah. cut your, your living room into two bedrooms, you know? Like, <laughs> you just have so. less space, but there's two of them now. Yeah, you've yeah. got two, two couches in your, in your bedroom, basically, mm. with, like... Two, Two bed couches in your living room. Everything. Two white couches with blue pillows. In, <laughs> in You've well, added like... some extra pillows onto the couch. Now you have less room. Yeah, it was okay yeah. with yeah. just one couch, but now you have two. And now it's you're just like on eggshells around, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like it would be kind of weird to be like like at least historically, like if you've got something, something strange about you down there, or something that's not normative, you, often like people are pushed into that like sex worker role oh, yeah. because yeah. you are like an anomaly. You are you yeah. are well, interesting, and you can be fetishized. You know. So just to kind of further explain it, there's actually only one opening. So. She didn't realize anything was wrong until she actually went to a doctor because, like, oh, she was worried it. about like all the inconsistency with how it felt. That how the fuck would is she? Weird. Yeah. Wow. So how would she know which ones? Like, an oh, okay. would it be like an angle that you would? Uh, yeah. So I guess one is like so. really like, angled and the other's not. I, I don't know for sure how it works, but like. It wasn't like it just it's one opening, and so that's why I thought it was kind of interesting too. Huh. Okay, so it's not so, like she has two, it's just it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, one it's opening, just like she has one vagina, and then she has like two, yeah, huh? So, so, like, so it's like, well, no, yeah. she has she has so it's two. like mouth of a cave, yes, and then you go into the cave a little bit, and then mm -hmm. there are two tunnels. Like in the cave, that makes, more, that makes more sense because yeah, like, yeah, yeah I does. thought she had two separate, fully functioning, like, yeah, like, like two. Uh, she had clitori, not clitoris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of like the she saves one thing. I thought she just straight up had two. Oh um, yeah. Sorry, I should have I should have explained that. But for our viewers at home, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. That mm -hmm. that uh, that either has to be wild because it's like oh I'm finally home with my with my partner you know who knows yeah. me and I give a shit about you know mm -hmm. I we can find I can finally have actual sex with actual intimacy you yeah. know yeah. or it's just like yeah. oh I had a long day at the office honey like I just don't have it in me I, tonight you know <laughs> yeah yeah I I think that's why. She saves the one again from the article. I read a couple articles. There's a few articles on her. Um, from what I understand, that's kind of why she saves one is because she does work all day, and you know that one gets yeah. uncomfortable. Keep it somewhat appropriate, but it gets uncomfortable. But the other one, like, good to go for you know uh, the more romantic side of things. And see, like, it's kind of interesting. I feel like it would have the same like mental exhaustion though. Either way, mm -hmm. because like I yeah. listen, I listened to a podcast a while that Mia Khalifa was on, mm -hmm. and she was talking about how it's really hard because she has like a significant other, but she was talking about how it's really hard to balance like mm -hmm. her sex life between work and her partner, but her partner understands, yeah, like, that like if it's not a thing, it's not a thing on that day you know? yeah like yeah. you you'd again it goes back to like before the relationship even starts yeah. though like you do you literally have to understand yeah like yeah and fuck if i if i was a sex worker and i'm making a shitload of fucking money yeah. mm -hmm. i'm not gonna fucking quit that job just <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like well, yeah. i mean like it comes down to like you would you would feel really gross and really slimy you know asking someone to 
quit their career for you if they were yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. if they were like in business or if they were like a doctor or any of this if you were just like no your work is making our relationship difficult so you need to quit that's like so incredibly childish <laughs> of you and you should just not be in that relationship if you're not ready yeah. to sign yeah. up for i can only bullshit. imagine like relationships like that are just so toxic like if if you are like some sort of a you know sex worker like that like you probably have had so many fucking toxic relationships. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I actually, kind of getting a little off topic, I did actually find an article. So I don't know if y'all saw, but Riley Reed got married. Yeah. And like just quit yeah, the business altogether. For sure. which, good for her, you know. She, she did it because, you know, she wanted to, not because this guy asked her to. And she mm-hmm. actually said that was like one of her biggest turnoffs on dates. Was she'd like go on the first date, it'd be awesome. Then by the second date, they'd be all like, oh yeah, she's into me. And they would, you know, start talking to her about, oh, I'm going to get you to stop doing porn. So, uh, I'm going to save you from this business that you have built for yourself. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to save you from this extreme amount of money that you've worked really hard to get. Yeah. And this following that you've built and this content that you presumably are proud of, you know, because like, (laughs) <laughs> and something you've literally devoted your entire body to. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. earlier I said the wrong name. It wasn't Mia Khalifa. It was uh, Malkova. Is her no first name Mia? Sweet. Mia well, I have no idea yeah. what the names <laughs> well, are. They are two very different people, I can tell you that. <laughs> Oh, I'm a little it, you worried. Said, about yeah, you said now. okay, okay. Now, now I gotta know. Uh, just, just keep on rolling. But I'm a, I'm a have a look at Mia Khalifa and see Mia who Khalifa. this threw under Mia, the bus. No, Mia Khalifa is the Indian one. The she's she like, quit a long I'm time super ago. Fucking popular. Yeah, yeah. but Mia Malkova oh, okay. is a white woman, and they're just like just different people. But, yeah. yeah. I'm- just gonna continue. I just wanted to going. address that so, for the viewers. The, oh, I see. I viewers. see. Understood. Yeah. So on the other hand of that, though, this is still going to be off topic, but uh, just the fact that they stopped doing that, but they still have a following, which is essentially like a fucking cult following, because there's just yeah, they've been yeah, sexualized. You know, but like, I mean, you know, <laughs> they could still like go and do something else, probably, and like still be fine because they have all those people that would like yeah. support them but like yeah. having uh, a life of normality would be almost impossible oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. well if, if have you guys ever heard of sasha gray she's a singer and an actor now yeah 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 so before that she had a pornographic career and that's there's, that's there's a lot of different yeah. uh actors and mm-hmm. singers and shit that actually yeah well, yeah, it's a good way to make money to fund what you really want to do. Well, and it makes sense yeah. if you think about it too, because the porn industry like predominantly takes place in California, and yeah. so does the acting industry. So, I mean, if you're yeah. not succeeding at acting, like, oh, it's right there. Yeah, if you if you are still a, a form of acting, know, and I'm sure a beautiful it, person, which you probably mm-hmm. are if you're trying to be an actor in Hollywood. You know, there are avenues for you to make money that are probably not what you signed up for, but can be very lucrative. If you're a female, I feel like guys have a very hard thing to jump Well, I mean, like, gay porn is certainly the economic move if you're a dude. (laughs) I'll be honest with you, the only dude that I know of is, like, Johnny Sins. Like, the fucking most popular, probably. He's also been a doctor, a firefighter, a teacher. (laughs) He's a man of many talents. Jack of all trades, one could say. (laughs) He's done it all. Johnny of all trades. And there's always, <laughs> there's always more to do. He's he's Johnny on the spot, you know. Yeah. He just he just takes on. Yeah, you just go up to and him and be like, "Hey, man, I really need you to be an eighth grade teacher today." And he's like, "You know what? Got it." You know, give that man the Oscar is what I'm trying to say. Damn. Eighth grade? Are you serious? Yeah, I just now realized how weird that sounds, so I'm going to say...
say, hey, we should be a college professor. And yeah, that's better. He's like, yeah. boom, got it. I just, well, I you, just yeah. well, you, the, hey, the janitor might be really horny and cute. That's all or I'm trying to say. Maybe, or maybe or it's or a co-teacher. Yeah, I, I doesn't necessarily imply that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I thought think you were a sick teacher. teacher. I'm your sexy substitute. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, step teacher? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, step principal? <laughs> Vice principal. <laughs> oh, dear oh, God. <laughs> I feel like I walked so that you could fucking run with <laughs> on that last bit. I'm sorry. Why are we no, 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 no. I'll, I'll fucking throw alley-oops all day. <laughs> so, just for the listeners at home, that was a slip. Pedophilia bad. Just, yes. just, just so we're all clear. Okay. Uh, oh. Yeah. I think this is a good time to segue into uh, your subject, Nathan. Okay, um, so this is like way off topic compared to that. So it's we're we're good. Um, so it's another you know today I learned, uh, which I actually didn't learn this today. Uh, I've I watched Liar. a YouTuber and well yeah I guess, but I watched this one YouTuber and he goes over a lot of stuff like this. Um, so today I learned Chef Boyardee was contracted by the military to create rations during World War II. Oh yeah. Uh, this required this required 24 hour production and 5000 wor- workers. Oh. Uh, when yeah, when the when the war ended, uh Boyardee, gosh, that is hard to say Boyardee. without saying chef in front of it. Boyardee. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, he had to choose between laying off all of his workers or selling the company and he sold the company to American Home Foods for six million dollars and became a spokesperson so instead of saying ah fuck you workers he was like nah they're keeping their fucking jobs and sold the company I'm sure him getting paid for selling a company had nothing to do with it though well, yes and no. So, like, there's actually a lot that goes into this. Like, this dude, like, it's insane. Uh, he was also, this is this is pretty cool. I I didn't know this, but he was awarded uh, the Gold Star, uh, which is one of the highest honors a civilian can receive in honor of a company's wartime efforts. Neat. Yeah. I, huh. I'm surprised ravioli or Chef Boyardee ravioli rather. I'm surprised they don't advertise that. Well, uh, it's not. There's certain things that like, I think it's on like their can that like actually kind of does, but like yeah. they don't like just publicly say it. Yeah, yeah I guess that's that's what I mean. you, gotta, you gotta remember it's a different like owner. Mm-hmm. Than the original. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, but, with well, him being, yes, but, the, but the Chef Borardi, like the picture of him, that's an actual guy. Yeah. That's, like, that's yeah. that's who that used to be. Yeah. Uh, his name was actually spelt different, too. Uh, his name is actually spelt B O I A R D I. But Boydy. to make it like to, to make it for like for like English sakes and to make it easier for people, they changed it to. B O Y A R D E E. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So basically, my entire childhood, I was being fed military rations. I mean, you uh, couldn't tell. Kind of. <laughs> <And> you couldn't <laughs> tell. Okay, but that—that that is kind of the crazy thing. It's like how much food we have that started out that way, like saltines. I'm pretty sure. World War Two was spam. Thanks. Peanut butter and jelly, like that comes from World War II, because they used to like yeah. put it on hardtack, and that's how we got the PB&J sandwich. Yep. So, yeah, like, that, like, that is kind of crazy, though, because I did not know about ravioli, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would make a lot of sense, you know, because, like, what's the easiest way to mass-produce food that keeps for a long time? Canning, you know, and, like, a soup, a good hearty yep. food that will, like, sustain you for the whole time. You eat a can or two a day, and you're good to rock. You know, yeah. Before it was actually canned, he they used to do it in like 
packages kind of like an MRE actually, but it was like all fresh fruit or veggies and stuff like that. So, so and like they would like, they would like send everything out, mm -hmm. but like you had to make everything. Like they sent you the ingredients, hmm. and then you would make it at home. Oh, so it was just it was just like a simplified version of it. Though. So it was meant more for like the. Uh... You know, like, I can't remember what they call it, but, like, it would be more for, like, the kitchen area then, rather than just, like, something you would eat on the front lines. Originally, yeah. well, no, no, so, like, they did the canned for the war. Gotcha. That's whenever they started okay. doing that. But before before they did the canning, they, they sent it out in, like, packages, and, like I said, it was, like, all fresh stuff, oh, okay. and you, you had to put it together. It was, like, a simplified version mm -hmm. of, like, a really nice recipe, yeah. but like, yeah. Okay, so like you're talking top. about when they started selling it door to door, basically. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, that's that's pretty cool. It's like a taco kit, basically. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Or that, uh, that the, I don't know. There's a company I can't remember the name of it that like uh, you can do that fresh. exact. Thing. It's it's yeah. Blue Apron. Fresh. Yeah, Blue Apron. Well, there's is, there's is, more is, than one. There's more yeah. than one. You know, but yeah, like the most famous one now. specifically on oh, on Spotify podcast. You know, uh, sponsor <laughs> us. Uh, uh, Blue Apron <laughs> is the only one that does that. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of. HelloFresh sponsor uh, brand. Oh yes, this is also yeah. true. Hey, you know, if they just want to throw money at us, see, you know, we'll do both. This episode is sponsored by not anything, because yeah, you know, this video is sponsored by the job we all work. Which is different. <laughs> <laughs> the store. The store. <laughs> the store. The store. Oh, you get. <laughs> that's all it's gonna be called too yeah, <laughs> forever and ever <laughs> so going off of that topic speaking of wars um you know my thing is is you know i, I like to push push some boundaries and uh i like to do that with hypotheticals so kind of like what would happen and uh I'd, i've been learning recently about china's panda diplomacy and how like it costs like 10 million dollars a year to get one panda for your one zoo. And that's not including like Jesus actually Christ. feeding them. You have to have people watch them to mate. Sometimes they like have to physically help. <laughs> like there's physically just so much money. There's so much money a government has to spend on pandas. And I read that recently that China wants to, you know, pull <laughs> Pull away the pandas from, uh, I believe it's San Diego Zoo that has the pandas. Correct me if mm -hmm. I'm wrong, right? Uh, yeah. I believe DC uh, National uh, Zoo. I don't know if they're still there, but they're yeah. one of the only zoos that I know for a fact got some of the first pandas to come to the U.S. There's yeah. probably a couple. Yeah, there's probably yeah, a couple. I'm sure there's a couple. But uh, anyway, so they're they're wanting to pull some pandas from somewhere in the country. Um, as retribution for something we did, I can't remember. I haven't looked into it that much. But my my question as an American taxpayer, because you know we've obviously spent a ton of money maintaining these pandas, and we yeah. paid yearly rent for them for um, these pandas. <laughs> for these pandas, I can't help but you know wonder if what if we just felt like there are pandas now like we've got an emotional attachment to them we fed them we raised them like what would china actually realistically do if we just kept the pandas and didn't send them back like what uh, do you guys think off, would actually probably happen? maybe cut off trade routes and shut down our entire country <laughs> maybe I don't know. yeah that could literally start anything yeah. like yeah kind of kind of like anything nowadays like people are very petty on yeah anything so yeah. i could i could see that really starting some shit yeah it's like how many times yeah. can you flip a light switch before the light bulbs out or the, yeah. you know, like, you <laughs> well, said, mean, like you're sitting there flipping the switch over and over again like eventually something's gonna happen but you know yeah. wars have been started over buckets you know what i'm saying so like <laughs> So like the the shoe could drop if we don't give them back their pandas, but at the same time, like what you gonna do, China? Well, we have your pandas, like. Yeah. But normally, normally, like when you get your panda as a loner from China, it's usually at least in in this modern setting, it's uh, mm -hmm. in acceptance 
to the uh, the one China policy of China, which is like all the things attached to China that are their own sovereign nations. Yeah, yeah, are so like, part of China. <laughs> so, so like, I, if they cut off, if they wanted to and cut off trade routes, uh, U.S. imports from China account for eighteen point six percent of overall U.S. imports. So I mean, yeah. they could fuck us up. Most companies in China that do trade with us are domestic companies. Like they're American owned. Yeah, but and, and also their economy is huge. Like that would hurt them too. Because yeah, that, that would really hurt them at the same time too, because they just have to shut down production. Because if they didn't, but, then they're kind of over inflating their other markets. That's true. But, so, you know, they could do yeah. that and really just do a lot. And even if yeah. there like, are domestic companies that operate in China, they still are affected by the Chinese government. Yeah. They have to, they have to operate under their regulations. And if like, yeah. <laughs> China says, no, you can't, they pull like their, you know, licenses and stuff mm-hmm. and tell them they can't operate anymore. You know. Yeah, that's true. It still does I, fuck over yeah. over them, but yeah. ultimately, yes. I, I do see where you where yeah. you're coming from because, like, yeah. China and and a lot of places are dependent on or subservient to the consumers the 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 consumer culture in the U.S. So, yeah. like, if you were to just like pop up a trade embargo and just have most of the American owned businesses in China just deported or, you know, just revoke their licenses, that would hurt the Chinese economy quite significantly. It would. Yeah. And they just yeah. reset up domestically too. Like Yeah, but they wouldn't and then, go to Mexico, most likely. Well, yeah. either way, that still takes business away from China and That's revenue. That's true. But at the same I mean, it time, does, yeah. but it also would hurt us too. Yeah. If they really yeah. wanted to, like, just be like, "Hey, yeah, you're not getting shit for a but, week or so," you know, yeah, it, but, it, a week would true. affect us a lot more than you really think. Yeah, that's true. I guess COVID has has taught us that. Yeah, uh, I was I was thinking of it more in the sense of like that really annoying neighbor that keeps your lawnmower. And you like keep asking for you keep asking for it back. So you're really annoyed, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'll drop it by next week. I just got to mow my yard one more time. Do you mind?" And you're like, "All right, fine. One more fucking week." And then two weeks later, you're like, "Hey, where's my fucking lawnmower?" Um, oh yeah, yeah. I sold it. Like yeah, she just you did what? And, and their yard blocks. still hasn't been mowed. Like or what? Uh, what lawnmower? Yeah. Your lawnmower? Oh, you mean my lawnmower? Yeah, the lawnmower I've owned for the past four months. No, I've loaned it to you for the past four months. You fuck. Yeah, and they they they're just like spray painted their name on it now. When possession is nine tenths of the law, and you totally could go and like break into his house and take the lawnmower back. But then, how does that make all your neighbors feel? Like they just watched you break in the that other guy's house. Like I probably wouldn't take your side either. It's still breaking and entering, even if yeah, I was picturing this completely differently. Honestly. Yeah, like that, that's how <laughs> I was I'll picturing. Like, like I, I was thinking, like mom and dad yelling <laughs> at you, and you're now in the fucking corner. You can't. You don't get no phone right now. You don't get to play your video games. You have to sit in that corner and think about what you just did. You know? <laughs> Try to just metaphorically just put us in a corner and be like, yeah, yeah, we took away your iPhone production. What are you going to do now? Yeah, Like, to be honest, I was thinking about it in, in a different way as well. Yeah. You know, just like, just like, no, China, fuck you. We're not we're not giving you back your pandas or paying your panda rent what now yeah. man and then you know the price of like 
iPhones and charging cords and small electronics that people are so comfortable just throwing away when they stop working pops yeah, up to like $30, $30 a pop for those throwawayable throw things. And then there's rioting in the streets and like pandas are just ejected from the zoos and shipped to China. I just want to point out that $30 for anything Apple related is a fantastic deal. <laughs> Yeah. They would be lowering the price. At that I point, they're like, we're just going to put Apple out of business. I think he's more talking about like a, yeah. a charging cord. but Yeah. 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 No, I was, but I, I, yeah. I do like that segue of just like, no, actually, we're going to destroy your American infrastructure by, di- by dropping the price on all cheap. of our goods. You, you'd also like... You also should take into account, like, what if it creates a domino effect? Like, today it's America keeping pandas. Tomorrow it's, like, South Africa and the UK. <laughs> it just keeps going. Like, are they going to just try to fuck everybody over these well, you pandas? Know. Or, like, what what is holding the panda market together? That's what I want to know. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah, contract, yeah. I'm sure. A piece of paper. Uh, <laughs> well, well, yes, but like normally, what keeps uh, renting and owning rights is like a, a strong, solidified, like quasi threat of violence. You know, like yeah. so, so like there, there's something to back it up, and in this case, it's war. But like, <laughs> but like that, that's a very silly thing to go to war over. And yeah. like, what if everybody all at once just decided, no, we're not paying rent on your pandas. We already feed them. <laughs> And we fuck them. Like, in some cases, very literally. Because you have to. Please rephrase that. Go back and rephrase that. Let's go back there. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Please. Uh, We have to breathe. Well, hey, I've got a, a. Like, it's along the lines of it. Do you really think China can afford a war i i don't because like i said like their economy is dependent on producing for other countries yeah uh, you if first you, Logan. i was gonna say if if you really think about like china yeah they're this big scary superpower with all these people but like have they really ever been involved significantly in any like major war uh they were very involved in world war ii um Mm -hmm. and it didn't go well for them it's actually a pretty sensitive subject so i'm gonna say let's stay away from that one yeah, that's uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Manchuria is all you need to say. You know, it, like it's it, not good, yeah. not great. Yeah, like, in, in the twentieth and nineteenth centuries, I mean, really, it did not go well for them. Um, I think the only one that did go well was the uh, like their war with Russia over like who'd be the seat of power for communism. Um, and uh, other than and that, the, I mean, the, I don't think they the Vietnam War with, uh, uh, with their backing of. Uh, that would have been more the Korean War is what I think you're thinking of. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yes, yes and yes, but like, mm-hmm. mm. yeah. But they've, they've never really had like a super, super significant like role, you know what I mean? And I don't know, I just, I don't think they could afford a, a war. Well, to, to come... Mm-hmm. To completely divert from our current topic and go back to the pandas just a little yes, bit, go back to the I pandas. think I, I I think that that we're in a different like political headspace and a mm-hmm. a different economic headspace because like right after good old Richard Nixon and friends came back from China, <laughs> uh, right around like nineteen seventy two, they they were given uh there are almost certainly strings attached to these pandas but there were two pandas wound up in the dc national zoo right Uh right and this was crazy this was absolutely bonkers at the time like toy companies sold fuckloads of stuffed pandas Seventy-five thousand people came to the zoo the next Sunday when everybody was off work to see these goddamn pandas, right? Like it was crazy fucking bananas when these pandas wound up here after, after they returned from, from China. Right. 
Right. But now, if you want to see a panda, all you have to do is like pay for internet and you can see a panda. And yeah. like seeing one in real life is not much better than seeing one on the internet. <laughs> I mean, so, I like, like, yeah, but like, that's okay. That's like yeah. saying like zoos aren't worth, you know, because like I, I don't know about you, but I'd rather go to a zoo than like go online and look at a picture Dude, of an animal. I've yeah, seen the opposite. <laughs> I fucking hate zoos. Me too. I, I mean, I, I don't go to zoos very often. Like, I'm, I, I'm just saying, like, I yeah. would much rather see than like, I don't, I don't know. So, National Geographic always has this thing about animals pooping. Like, hippos, they for some reason always show them pooping. I don't know if it's because hippos poop a lot, but seeing <laughs> one poop in person is just so much more fun. I think part of it is just all the kids like pressing their face up against the glass and going, "Whoa." Oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna like bring up like calendars or some shit. Like we get those calendars at the store, the pooping punches. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about those. <laughs> How could you forget? They're fucking ubiquitous. We get one every week. I, I have purposefully never opened one. You don't have to open it to know what it is. There's a dog shitting on the cover. Dog on the cover. I think you get the synopsis pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah. why that's what, where my brain went, but I thought that's where you were going with that. <laughs> too much, too much. But too I don't know. I, I and I, I do, I do agree with you, Whitworth, to to a degree, which I I understand is a walking back of my previous point. But ten million, uh, but like several million dollars to rent a panda <laughs> from China every year. I say we just send them all back. Yeah, I, I say, just, I say we keep them. <laughs> just just I mean, keep them out, right? Just like fuck yeah, you, China. Even just even if is a, so, there's like some sort of global court. I don't really know how it so works, why, but like the go ahead. Sorry, uh, my question is: Why in the first place did we do the whole panda thing? Like, why? What so was the point? They do produce because, uh, like he said, seventy-five thousand people showed up in one like uh, in very... one singular day. Yeah, yeah. There's like, people that yeah. want to see it. That's why. We yeah, have it. It, well, it well, makes I, I understand wanting to see them, but I was curious on the yeah. lines of like kind of like uh, yeah. there's a carp, an Asian carp that we have here in the United States, and the only reason we have it here is because it was going extinct. Yeah, where it was originally from, well, and so we. We've like flooded our fucking rivers with them. Yeah, and now, now they're now, a nuisance. Now they're just fucking yeah, they're everywhere. You can actually, that's why I was like you can actually it's kind of cool. Anywhere in the United States, if you catch a carp, you have full one hundred percent authority to absolutely just murder the thing. Yeah. Because there's so fucking many of them. Like yeah, you and, you uh, cannot get in trouble for it. You can yeah, take you can no catch it. For it. Yeah, you can catch it and fucking slam it on the ground and you, like, won't get anything. You can do it right in front of, like, a, a game, game warden, game warden or a national force. You, yeah, you can and just fucking murder it and they will walk away like nothing happened because yeah. of how bad they are. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I was asking, That's that was my point, like, did we, did we take these pandas for any, like, particular reason? I mean, or is it just like... I mean, pandas are oh, endangered. Cool. So, on the, well, yeah, yeah. But... On the public face, it's because they're endangered. We can say it, it's good for the government to be like, "Look, we're helping con conserve. We're breeding pandas, yeah. you know, all that." But from a financial standpoint, they are such a big draw that, uh, yeah. you know, it, they just produce, I think, more revenue than we're paying for the pandas. So it is worth it. Well, they have to. But what if we just kept the pandas and we got to keep that? That extra ten mil a year, eh? 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 <laughs> well, I mean, uh, like, uh, <clears throat> like, or just send most of them back and then send keep most some. Of them. There's only <laughs> one zoo that has pandas, and it's D. It's in D.C. So pack your bags, cause we're engaging in pandemonium, <laughs> well, like, baby. How, I wonder. <laughs> They have to have a very coming to a theater yeah. near you. Sorry, <laughs> they would have to have a very like solid contract like formed for them yeah. to be able to like pull them all. Because like mm -hmm. I feel like the ones that were like produced 
I, that sounds so weird to say. Oh, the ones no, that were like yeah. birth in the like United States were mm-hmm. obviously. I feel like uh, there's grounds there to be so, like, no, these ones are ours because like they were like born here. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and that's what I'm saying. Like, I definitely think, it, but it is written into the contracts, from what I understand, that they're still China's property, even if they're born in the U.S. because their parents yeah. are the property yeah. of China. But they they reduce the cost to two million a year. I'm just like what? Yeah, it's kind of like bringing your own cup to the gas station, and you still have to pay for their soda, but they're discounting (laughs) it because you brought your own cup, so you get like a ten cent discount. That what you just said is logical. You get a discounted rate for bringing your own cup, but it what would have sounded better is like. You bring in your own cup to the oh gas God. station, and they're still charging you for the cup. That, that's kind of what that is sounding yeah. like. It's like, oh, you you yeah. did the re- you helped them reproduce by yourself. Oh, well, give us two million dollars for that. Okay, a, a better <laughs> a better thing a better thing would be you you buy a cow from them, you make the hamburgers, but then you have to pay for the hamburgers because the cow was originally theirs. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking. That's the same thing. It's yeah. just, oh wow, uh, that's ridiculous. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should totally keep the pandas. Um, I think even if they did go to international courts about it, all the other countries would be like, "Wow, you really called the police on them." And yeah. I just, I just don't think any way China could approach this would look good for China. Yeah, it's a gigantic waste of everyone's time to be like, yeah. "They won't give us our pandas back." Yeah, I feel like everybody would just be like, hey, now we get to keep the pandas too. Like, we're totally taking America's yeah. side on this. Yeah, exactly. I'm, there's yeah. pandas probably everywhere. Yeah. No. Like, That's can... why I don't like zoos. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% why. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. like, it's just, I, I've, I've gone to a zoo, like, <laughs> three times in my life. And the only times I've enjoyed it was because I was a child and there were there were, I mean, yeah, there were animals everywhere I could see them I could like smell them and like look wow they're there and it's so different mm-hmm. than like looking through a TV or on the computer or any of that jazz but like the older I get and the more that I under that I understand like what's going on here the more it's just like a sad and dreary experience to like roll up on a zoo and just be like ah oh, this, this yeah just, I get it I do sucks. get it because like when we went to Magic Kingdom and Disney I fucking hated that entire day because it's yeah. just like I, I just don't it's just a personal reason like I just hate zoos I just it's no, I I get that. No, I'm, I, I guess like I'm not saying like I support the like what happens in them. I'm just saying like in general, if I was to pick like seeing an animal in person that, or seeing something on like TV or something, I'd rather see it in person. Yeah, I would just rather. You, you know like, what I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't no. meaning in. in yeah, like, I know what you. I understand what you're saying. Like, but like me, preferably, I would like to just go see it in like naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, of course. But yeah. but like some of those things, we don't get the option to do yeah. that. Well, I, I don't know. I would never want to see a grizzly bear naturally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> never in all yeah. of my day. Yeah, but like, I don't. I I wouldn't. I don't want to like fill the pockets to see suffering. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Of course. That's my whole like mindset on zoos. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I don't know. Farms aren't much different. I mean, you're right, but <laughs> at the same time, I feel like cows. Most cows have a better life than some of the animals um, do. Well, I don't know. There's I, there's different degrees yeah. of there's complicity the, in unjust systems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, like we all have to eat, and while mm. you don't have to eat like cows that are that are farmed you still mm-hmm. have to eat right yeah but you and while we all probably want to see the animals that we think are cool we don't have to be complicit in them being like kept in like yes. a spot and I, like and like you know not really 
like taken care of and pulled out of yeah. their natural environment you know you know what i'm saying then, like there's degrees yeah. of complicity in unjust systems I, I feel like zoos are kind of like prisons and i don't feel like pandas are getting sent to like your really terrible zoos they're getting sent to like you know rich people get sent to the nice prisons and like get mm. really nice food and ice cream yeah. and stuff that normal prisoners wouldn't get i feel like the pandas get to go to like the equivalent of that but a zoo like i think yeah, they're but, pretty treated pretty good at good zoos if you think about all of the animals in a whole like lions and like panthers and stuff like that they have like yeah, their areas in the wilderness are yeah. fucking massive compared to what they get yeah. into. That's a valid yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, going back to like the cows, sorry. <laughs> so, <clears throat> like, a good thing about the like the modern times that we're in, people only like, well, most people only like free range, like, no hormones, like beef. You know what I mean? Mm. And a lot of cattle farmers, to get that stamp on your package of meat, they have to come in and check and see if you qualify for that. And a lot of people won't buy it unless it has that stamp on the packaging. I feel like cows, you know, have a way better life now. Well, granted, 20 years ago, it's shit. No one cared about, like, free-range beef and hormones and shit like that. But, like, yeah. today, I feel like domesticated animals have a lot better of a life than they did. You know? Yeah, yep. kind So I agree. Uh, but there is... God, I don't remember where I was traveling to... There's, there's like some places there's still, that there's like yeah, there's still, too many fucking cows per land. Yeah, there's like, still places. There's not like enough that. land for them. There's still places yeah. like that to this day. But like, yeah, I'm I, on the bigger scale of like when you go to Walmart to buy a steak. Nine times out of ten, the packaging says like no hormones, free range, et cetera, et cetera. Like you're yeah. you're not gonna go to Walmart and find something that doesn't have that stuff. I can tell yeah. you that right now. Yeah. And yeah. like that's like there are shitty people out there that still treat cows like you know, they're nothing. Yeah. But like, like vehicles for profit and not actual living creatures. Exactly. They like there are cattle ranches where they sit in like a six by eight pen all day. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of like where I went that I saw them like that. I think it was whenever I was going to Vegas. I think it was more down south. Really? That makes sense because it's harder. Sure. It's harder. Like there are ranchers out in like Nevada and stuff like that, and it's harder to raise them. So if you find a spot where you actually where you can actually like eat and stuff like that, they funnel mm-hmm. as much as they can in there. It's the same in Florida. You can see it in Florida all day. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also a matter of like, sure, you have that much area for them to be at, but if you only feed and water them in one location, you know, like functionally, you're not actually having free range cattle. You know, it's just not like, yeah, feed comes in one spot, the water comes in one spot, and then all the cows are just, you know, just like pressed shoulder to shoulder in that area yeah <clears throat> you but just yeah, buy it's... some good land and then like acres and acres and acres of shit useless land and then on paper mathematically you're still having free-range cows yeah but i think i think like if i remember right one cow is like i think it's like two acres like one cow needs two acres to like have a sustainable like life. So like if you have a hundred cows, you would need at least two hundred acres, and that's like the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. But like you can go you there's like that's why my dad has cattle. Well he had cattle and that's why he like he just recently sold everything because he wants to 
get uh, like registered Angus, but he's also buying like 500 acres to be able to do that because he's going from like, I think 50 acres to like, obviously 10 times the size of that. But he wants to start getting into more like specific things because he just had like random shit and they were like Mm -hmm. inbreeding and because I'll be honest, he didn't really take care of them that well, but it's because they didn't really have that much space too at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's also new to it, so I'm sure he's just. Well, he, still that's the thing; he's too, not new so. to it. <laughs> uh, he just didn't. Rip. He didn't care enough. But now, uh, but now uh, he. So, so he had cows, and then the the yeah. meat shortage happened, and he was just like, "Oh, yeah, kind now of is the time." <laughs> yeah, kind of. He's been thinking about it for, I think, at least a year. About I mean, just I think like it'd be fun. Selling and, would be a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, I don't think he'll keep up with it. Nothing against my dad; he just has a hard time getting around. But yeah, yeah, it'll be fun to see how he does it. Might be, might be a welder and a rancher before. before Fuck that! I hate that shit. I've done it before. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I, I don't hey, all I'm saying I'll get people that can't he do gets it. he gets that good good beef like hit me up um Dude. <laughs> Dude. buy half a cow or something you a cow I'm sure we'll buy half a cow it's gonna be it it's obviously that's like years down the line yeah yeah, yeah. but I mean I say I it's a process plan on I understand. still wanting to eat in a couple of years him and my mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> him and my mom retire from the state in like six years or something so he's trying to get something going. Yeah, I don't yeah. plan on being vegan in a couple of years, so you know. Yeah, no, miss me with that. I can't believe it's not. Some beef. fucking hundred <laughs> percent, like certified Angus beef hits different. I tell you what. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. especially you know, raised right with no bio- antibiotics and like. Oh yeah, he doesn't do that shit. Yeah, like. Sorry for talking right. for so long. Nah, dude, you're good. That's you know, that's the whole point of this. Yeah. Um, anyone want to close us out? Well, you know, as always, thank you all so much for listening to us. We're just four random dudes out here living life. Hope you do the same. Have a good time out there. See you guys. Bye. Bye.